Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Um, real quick before Kala comes on, I just have a couple things I want to say. There's still two days left in the Back to Sleep Challenge that Chili Sleep is holding. Um, basically, you can sign up anytime. The link is in our bio. Hey, Cal. And it is free to join. It's a Facebook group, and they have some of the top sleep and wellness experts on talking about how to create good sleep habits. Um, they give you tools, resources, and strategy to help you change the way you sleep. And um, we've talked about it a million times, how important sleep is. So I just wanted to let everyone know that that information is free and still to go sign up if you are inclined. Let's get Cal on here. Hi. Hi. Good morning. I see those braids, girlfriend. Oh, you're bringing that suga hoogity vibes this morning. <laughs> I love it. I'm unstoppable when braids are in my hair. You know this. I know. I'm just know. pulling out all stops. It's been a struggle this week. Well, it's amazing what you can do when you don't have to worry about what to do with all this. Oh, my God. Preach. Preach. The opportunities are endless. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. That mm -hmm. is the truth. So how's your week been? A little rough? <laughs> Some fights in the baseball field or what? There, there was, actually. Uh, not with me. I just sat on the sidelines and shook my head. I was like, really? Oh, Believe it or like, not. This is, this is kids baseball. Like, we need to, yeah. like, bring it in focus here. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's been good. Tuesday was a really tough day for me, but um, made it through to Wednesday. And now we're here at Thursday, <laughs> so I'm just going to claim it as a win. We're making progress. One day at a time. <laughs> One day at a time. That's where I'm at this week. I mean, it's, that's real talk. So Yeah. yeah. How about you? Um, I, my week's been great, honestly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I was thinking of peaks of the week. I have, like, literally four. <laughs> let's hear them. You want to do mine first? Yeah, let's do I it. I feel so rude. I'm hosting you, and I'm just no, talking about myself. No, stop. Oh, stop. Um, Rudeness well, does not exist here. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. <laughs> um, so we did our engagement pictures on Sunday. You've heard a little bit about it. It was uh, We were off to a, a little bit of a rough start, but <laughs> after... <laughs> After some, uh, probably four gallons of sweat and 12 ice cubes that totally melted down my back. Thank you, Ariana. Um, some, you know, time in the car with AC blasting. We got back yeah. on track. Yes. I, spent like, I spent like two hours on my hair and makeup. I put extensions in, so I had like pounds of extra hair on my head. And they're like, just lean back on Satan and like, look up and smile. And I'm like, starting to like, get dizzy. And all I feel is just sweat dripping down my neck. My extensions turning into dreads. And I'm like, this is cute. We're in love. <laughs> and believe it or not, though, the pictures turned out great. Ariana did an amazing job. No surprise there. No uh, surprise she even, there. She, she, okay, I, I need to brag on her for a little bit. Because Saturdays, uh, the photos were Sunday. Saturday, I get a text from her with a couple pictures, and she was roaming around the Oak Point Nature Preserve looking for spots for us. She's for the wonderful. Day. She brought a little step stool that she carried around with her, like, <laughs> the whole time she's to get so different good. angles. And she's like, I think I stepped up my game this photo shoot. I was like, she well, really did. really did. <laughs> like, three feet, you stepped it up. <laughs> three yeah. feet step up is what you need. Yeah, like, that's, she, that's amazing. Need. But yeah. it's cool to watch her grow, too. And like, she's so passionate about it. And it's so cute because she's, she's very quiet. But then yeah. she'll, she'll, like, snap, snap, snap. And she'll be like, oh, my God, I'm dying. 
And I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. That's a great thing. <laughs> We're doing something right. So yeah, so so those went great, and I will try not to bombard everyone on social media with all bombard the us. That's what it's <laughs> for. We want to see them. Well, it's so funny because she sent me the Google Drive one morning, and I was just flipping through them, like, oh my god. Well, I'll only download the ones that I love, and I literally yeah. downloaded 137. <laughs> <laughs> I see some Instagram so... carousels in your future. <laughs> stories carousels we're sending out 12 save the dates just to I get love it. To variety um, have options no. <laughs> yeah exactly you need options so that was that was my main um peak of the week but um I had one of my favorite nutrition consultations last night with a little That's my peak of the week That's uh, my peak of the week. okay I won't steal it then you no 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 I'll, I will just say, I mean, like I said, I had a really like rough week. It's, it's just been tough. Um, mm. but I have had people in my life that have just shown up and shown out for me, like when I couldn't do it for myself. And last night was just kind of the icing on the cake when, um, you did, you had a nutrition consult with my son, with Nolan. <laughs> and, um, just to hear you pour into him, like, okay, so here's some background, like Nolan struggles, like he does not want to hear from us how to eat healthy or what's healthy or anything. He's a very smart kid that likes to push back on facts. And so I needed a hands off approach. And I thought, who do I trust <laughs> that knows what they're talking about? So well, I, my favorite was like, you were like, okay, he needs a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you pointed at me. I was like, oh, I'm a yeah. professional. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't want to hear from us. Yeah. So, um, the consult was, was yesterday after school and he was so funny. And I was like, you know, do you want my help? Do you want me to be there? And he, it's very apparent that he does not want mom's help and he <laughs> wants to be very mature. So basically he felt like he was going to a, a an appointment on his own yesterday and, mm -hmm. um, to, to have him so comfortable with you and then to hear you, like I said, pour back into him, it just made my heart just light up. And when oh. we got off the off the zoom call or when he got off the zoom call, I was like, how was it? You know, I was asking him all these questions and, uh, he was just like, I just feel really happy. And, and he was <laughs> so happy and, and that just, you know, like warmed my heart. So mm -hmm. thank you that for that. That really too. was a, a peak of the week. And, and I feel too, like he really got some good information on how to make really healthy choices. Um, yeah. you know, he's got parents that are, very involved with like wellness. And so we have a lot of opinions and he overhears a lot of things, but he doesn't really have a lot of context. So for you to invest that time back into him and really break it down and explain it to him just meant everything. So oh, well, that was my peak of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it took a huge weight off my shoulders. Good. Good. So, so thank you. And, yeah. and you are incredible with kids. Oh my like, God. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. That's hilarious that you say that because me and Jacqueline, we both talked about like, we don't have other than your kids. Like I don't really have kids that I see all the time that I talk to. So sometimes like it, it, it's, <laughs> there, I think there was an SNL skit about like, how do you talk to kids? It was, it yeah. was with that Kristen Stewart girl, the super yes. awkward girl. And she's like yes. hanging out with her friends. And then the kid comes in the room and she's like, hi, what's your favorite color? Like, yeah. She like doesn't know, what, don't to know do. what to say. So I feel like that sometimes, but with, with Noli, especially like he's, he's not a typical 10 year old. Like he's very smart. Like he asked amazing questions. I felt like, you know, I, it was just a normal adult nutrition <laughs> consultation. I forget that he's a kid sometimes too. Like that's yeah. the problem. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
No, I, mean, I, I was like, this is what every like school needs is a, is a health class that's actually beneficial or like a nutrition yeah. class. And I was like, yeah, I told you last night, I was like, I had to like walk away because I was like planning your marketing program. <laughs> like I had a whole thing set up for you. Like this is going to go like big. And I was like, Kelly, just stop. Like just stop. <laughs> That's why I love you. And that's why I need you in my life. Just be thankful that she did this. But yeah, he was, he was really happy and, and he helped make dinner last night and, and he wanted different choices than us. And, uh, well, that's great what I was afraid of because I didn't was, want to put more work onto mom making dinner time. No, you know I told I mean? him, I made him responsible for it. I was like, okay, this is what okay. I'm making. But if you don't want all of this, you need to supplement with things that you do want. So he was okay. so cute. He made himself green beans. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, that's how he goes, he goes, one thing I did notice, because I pulled up a list for him of, of proteins, carbs, and fats, and like good sources from each one. Yeah. And he goes, one thing that catches my eye is you said vegetables unlimited and all. That's really cool. <laughs> I was like, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, veggies, there's no limit on veggies. You can have anything you want, whenever you want. Nobody really overeats their veggies unless they're pouring a bunch of ranch on it and stuff. Yeah, it it was cute because you were like, you're not going to eat a plate of vegetables and go, man, I want another plate of vegetables. Yeah, nobody thought that was like the best. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody, nobody does that. Well, and it was cute too because I was trying to explain to him like um, the – uh, modified foods and processed foods like how they're different from whole foods and I was like you know like in a bag of potato chips you know how they're like crunchy and and hard and he was like yeah and I was like well that's because they dehydrate them and in in one bag of potato chips there's like four to five entire potatoes in there and he was like (gasps) (laughs) and I was like and they make it so you can't eat just one so you could sit down and eat five potatoes and not even not even realize what you did. I'm sure he was like, that's what my mom does. Because I know yeah. at one point I yelled, pissed off, like, <laughs> from the other room. As I was, like, cracking a bottle of wine, I was like, oh, you know, we all got, we're all going through things right now. Well, and that's what I told him, too. I was like, you know, you know no food is bad. There are foods that are better than others. And so, like, because he, he was talking about, well, what about, like, Halloween's coming up and my birthday and stuff. And I was like, there's a place for those foods too. Like a birthday without cake isn't a birthday. He was like, no, that sounds like a terrible birthday. (laughs) So I was like, I was like, you know, there's, there's a time and a place for everything. But also if you eat healthier, then those, those moments and those celebrations are more special. So true. And so I I just wanted to drive home, especially, and, and we'll talk about Bridget's episode that came out on Monday, but she was kind of in the back of my head, like, you know, don't don't tell this kid he's 10 and, and like my whole story that's about, my whole you know, motherhood journey like that's yeah. every day that's what I say I wake up I'm like don't fuck this up for them dear god <laughs> don't let me fuck my kids up thank you <laughs> amen amen yeah and he's like no promises <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly good luck you got um, worldly things to deal with yeah <laughs> But um, I also wanted to talk about my, uh, my aunt had her, her free consultation this week with Dr. Habib, who his episode will come out not this coming Monday, but next Monday. Yeah. Um, he's a functional medicine doctor. He deals with people who have digestion issues, um, gut issues, um, and he really focused on the vagus nerve, which is what we've talked about in the past. I won't go back down that road, but um, listen to the episode two Mondays from now if you want to hear about him. And he um, 
she recorded the conversation so I could listen back. And it was amazing the way that he listened. Like it was a full hour. He listened to her, her struggles from like beginning to end. And he just totally related to her because he's got two young kids and she's got grandkids on the way. And um, she's just, she's tired all the time. She has like um, digestion, like pain. She's got a lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of, real issues that she struggled with for 30 years. I didn't know it was that long. And he's sending her out. He's same day. He sent her out a bunch of tests that she can do at home and she'll mail them back to him. And then they can figure out like pinpoint the root cause of what's going on. And she like, she it's cried amazing. at one point. Like she, I even cried listening to it. Cause I could tell like she finally had hope. She's seen doctor after doctor after doctor and been prescribed medications that sometimes worked, sometimes didn't, and then kind of faded out or she had side effects from. And so she, she has a lot of hope in that like melts my heart that like yeah. he's able to help her with that. And so I'm, I'm pumped about this. So that was another peak of the week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think that episode's <laughs> going to be so beneficial for so many people. And, and he's the author of the book, activate your vagus nerve um, too, yeah. if you want to like dig deeper after, after the conversation that airs. But um, mm-hmm. man, I, I talked to a friend yesterday that's kind of dealing with that where she's going to doctor after doctor and she's really? so uncomfortable and no one can help her. Like no one is helping her. And she has kind of the stigma of, you know, alternate health or or different styles of doctors. She, Mm -hmm. she, you know, there's that, that stigma. She just doesn't know if she should trust it, but I can't encourage people. Like if it doesn't feel right in your body and if you're, if you're tired, like look for options elsewhere. Like, and and that's part of like what fuels our conversations and and the guests that we bring on because there is options and and safe access and, and options are so, so, so important. (laughs) Like I can't even like We've been in the fight with y'all. Like we've been to doctor after doctor and, and had no um no success. And yeah, I think connecting people with the right people like we're trying to do and you know, it's just it's only beneficial. I'm gonna shut up there because I'm just Well no, and I, I and I think but you're it's, right. just, it's a struggle and, and it sucks and I hate seeing people go through it. Well, and I think too though, even if you do have a stigma about alternative therapies and medications and, and um medicine or yeah medication and medicine yeah. <laughs> um you know you get to a certain point where like you're kind of fed up and you, you might as well try something new if if it's mm-hmm. not working for you so just stay open-minded and and <clears throat> just be yeah be open to to new ideas and and new ways like the way that dr habib does it like she will have to change her lifestyle the way she mm-hmm. eats and the, a lot of doctors don't even go there because they don't have faith that people will or can do that and change um, to make an actual impact on their health. And that's where I think medicine goes really um, wrong is because like people need to take initiative and take charge of their own health. They can't rely on medications over and over again to, to get them on the right track. Maybe at first, but and some people need certain things. Like I don't want to be anti-medicine either. Like, right. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. such a fine line when, <laughs> when we talk about it and we're always so nervous to like say it, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it's true though. But like, just, I don't know, stay in it. Don't quit on mm-hmm. yourself basically is where I'm at with this. Like if something keeps raising up in you and you're intrigued by it, question it, go lean into it and just try to figure it out. But you are going to have to make radical changes if you want radical results. So I love it. Get off my soapbox this morning. (laughs) Gosh. Speaking of radical results, um, Reclaiming Wellness with Bridget Shannon, it aired this Monday. 
Um, Such a great have, response too. Uh, like, I, that was one of my favorite I uh, agree. recordings we had ever done. Yeah. I agree. Do you have any favorite parts? Oh my gosh. Like literally the whole thing. She's such yeah. a calming force. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, I, she, I think you kind of alluded to it last week when we were talking about it, but um, she is just one of those people that you would want as your coach because she's such like a calming presence and she's yeah. talking about things and she's been through the struggle too. And um, it was interesting because, you know, our three perspectives were totally different, yes. but all in the same struggle. And I thought that was really interesting because food and your relationship with food mm -hmm. totally controls so much if you don't yeah. get it under control. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sometimes you don't even realize it until after you're healing through it. And you're Correct. like, we talked about it on, on her episode. Um, it takes up brain space, whether, whether you're sitting oh, down much. to eat a meal or not, it's, it's the preparation up to that. It's the waking up and looking in the mirror in the morning. Like how much of your time and mental energy is spent on your appearance and what's okay to eat. What, Oh, I woke up. I don't, I don't feel like I look the way I want to look. So I'm going to limit you know, my calories today and like stuff like that. And she, she really talked, this really resonated with me about the Monday through Friday, like radical dieters. And then the weekend comes around and it's just like, you just blow it. Cause you're like, yeah, they deprive themselves all yeah. week. And it's like and cheat I day and for then... years of oh, same, years. same. And I would, I would log my calories Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, I'd be like, I deserve a break. And I just go, freaking nuts you know yeah. and and then you spend monday guilt guiltily like trying to make up for what you did over the weekend and just did that over and over and over and i think you kind of the more you do it the more you kind of train your brain to be like okay i can diet monday through friday because i have the weekend to to you know let loose a little bit and it's it's so toxic and she mm -hmm. comes up her and um what is her, what's her partner's name dana her and intuitive eating program so how to how to stop binging how to get from binging to intuitive eating which if you don't know what intuitive eating is it's basically eating from how your, your body tells you what to eat and your mind doesn't say no no no, I can't have that or mm -hmm. um, it's not I, restricting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's it's trusting your body it's listening to your body and then at the, at some point it's you know making healthier choices, but not through a restrictive process. Um, and they actually, um, I saw this this week, they have an intuitive eating quiz in their link tree oh, yeah? in their, in their bio. So on Instagram, they're wellness underscore lately. Yes. And so you can, you can take a little quiz to see kind of where you're at mentally in this dieting, uh, mindset. Okay. And it's really cool. So I found some questions. These aren't from their website, but um, just in case you're wondering, like, I don't know, do I have a healthy relationship? With Ooh, food? do you want me to answer? Uh, <laughs> if you want to, I'll be a guinea pig. I've got no, no okay. shame. Okay. <laughs> I'm so. a freaking mess. Let me let let that be the disclaimer up, up front. Whole lot of issues in this aren't sack we all? of skin. <laughs> sack of skin. It's a beautiful sack of skin. I, I, I'm a horrible monster person. Before. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, monster person. Here we go. Okay. So do, do you find yourself preoccupied with preoccupied with food more than you'd like to be? Um. Yeah, for a long time. I'm. I'm kind of over the hump, and I really that conversation helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Me it too. really it did. 
And I think too, even for myself, like I'm less preoccupied than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michelle says meat suit. <laughs> so disgusting. Meat suit, sack of skin. Oh my God. How can <laughs> identify ourselves disgustingly. <laughs> Sorry, Bridget. <laughs> but even though I'm less preoccupied, like my mind space is less preoccupied, I'm yeah. still more so than I would like to be. So I think I'm on the healing you know, path, but yeah. I'm definitely not, not there yet. Um, yeah. So are you meticulous with your eating schedule? No. Yeah. Me no, neither. I'm horrible I- at that. Like, but well, I don't want to say horrible. That's not fair. I do, um, the intermittent fasting mm-hmm. several days a week. And sometimes it's not even like on purpose. Like I'm not like logging it or trying to do it. It's just kind of the way my lifestyle has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a problem of not hitting my calories. Yeah. And so that's where, like, I, I get busy, I get distracted, yeah. and I just kind of forget. So then I go for the convenience. <laughs> yeah. So um, breaking that cycle and really sitting down to not necessarily have, like, a scheduled eating plan, but making sure that I'm, I'm hitting all you those hit points those. along the way, yeah, it is where kind of my journey's at right now. And that's the hardest part, I think, of – Intermittent fasting is making sure you do get the, the enough calories. Cause mm-hmm. if you're, if your eating window is small, then it's like, okay, I can only eat so much in these six to eight hours. So it is, it is tough. Um, but it's, that's just part of the process too, is, is learning how to get those calories in, like in that small amount of time. Yeah. Um, and before too, like I would be so mad if I didn't, like when I was trying to be strict with intermittent fasting, I would be like, Oh, I have to make it to like, one o'clock or like whatever. And I was like, so in my head about it. And then it like perpetuated like all the feelings. And then I would just beat myself up if I ate like a half hour earlier and like all that stuff, thank God is gone. You know what I mean? Like that, that just, I flushed that stuff down the toilet. I didn't have time to deal with it anymore. And and it freed up a lot of space. Exactly. Exactly. And she's just like, you know, what we eat and how our body looks does not need to like be so high up on the priority list. And it's so Mm -hmm. amazing what uh, she, she, they're catering mostly towards women, but she's, she's saying it's amazing what women can do when that mind space is freed up. And and we've both lived that. Like it truly is amazing. I I didn't have time to do a lot of stuff I wanted to do because I was so hyper-focused on what I'm eating and like, can I lose, you know, three pounds by Friday kind of a thing. So, um, it, it feels so freeing to, to get rid of that, you know? Yeah, it really, okay. really does. This next one's specifically for you. Oh God. Okay. Do you prefer to eat alone? Yes. <laughs> Actually, no, I really don't care. I just need to eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone feed Kala. Go feed Kala. Maybe a sandwich. No, I'm just kidding. Um, do I, I don't have a preference. I, I don't have like a, I think when I was younger, I definitely had like kind of like, oh, no one can see me eat, you know, like yeah, you that. About Girl, that girls don't eat yeah. <laughs> type deal. You know, I definitely had that growing up. Um, now I don't care. You'll see Good. me shoving a burger in my face and I'll be <laughs> just as happy as if I was sitting there solo. So <laughs> Good. And no that's issue. called healing. <laughs> Um, have you avoided social events because there will be food there or certain types of food there? Um, yeah, I have before. Again, I'm just, I've, I, it's kind of, I enjoy food and I had to get to that understanding of, 
you enjoy food. So just enjoy it. Like it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. Um, I opened up a little bit about my food history in the episode. So I don't want to bore people again of like, I don't want to say I bored them the first time, but you know what I mean? (laughs) I've already shared it. If you want to listen to it, go listen to it. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, my food history is interesting. You know, I, I was, don't want to say I was taught because it wasn't, I, I witnessed a lot of things that formed my food habits. And so, um, getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and we talked a lot about that. And, um, what was the question? (laughs) Have you avoided social events because there was Okay. So, so yes, I have. Yes. Uh, especially, and even like when I was working in an office with other people, you know, the, the break room stuff of like all that food, I, I would avoid that altogether. Like that was always a really big thing of like, I just, I hated that. I hated the community Mm -hmm. gatherings around the donuts in the morning with the meetings. No, thank you. I would avoid those like the plague. I I didn't avoid events necessarily because there would be food there specifically, but I definitely like shamed myself into like, Oh, you don't, you don't look like the way you want to look or, you know, in order to go out Mm. and do these things and be around these people, they're going to notice that, you know, your pants are tighter or something like that. I went through years and years of that. And I, especially in college, I would stay home and avoid social gatherings because it it was an insecurity. I was so insecure. And then the more you feed into that, the more you don't go, Um, the more you kind of validate like, yeah, you don't deserve to go. And Mm -hmm. then the next week you do the same thing and you do the same thing. And I, I do, I regret it. I missed out on a lot of experiences. It robs you. Um, Yeah. It robs you of your time and experience for sure. Yeah. Um, do you feel guilty after eating foods you might view as bad? Me too. (laughs) 1000%. That's the biggest crux of it all. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, I will berate myself like (laughs) you horrible piece of shit. And then what (laughs) I do, I will continue to shove things in my mouth to silence that voice. And that was that thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I still do that from time to time. Now I'm just kind of like, get over yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you either want this or you don't. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, of course it's still a struggle without a doubt. I, I, that's probably the worst. So for me, that's, that's the one that's come the furthest, I think is like allowing myself to have those and not regretting it instantly or even Mm -hmm. while I'm still eating it and then be like, well, screw it. I'm already eating it. So might as well have the whole pint of Ben and Jerry's or, you know, the the whole entire cake, just eat it with your hands type of thing. (laughs) Hurry before you realize what you're doing. Yeah. Um, But, but now I think like, and that's what I was trying to tell Noli too. Like there's, there's a time and a place for everything. If, if you're totally. celebrating with family, don't restrict yourself. Like have that like Thanksgiving meal, enjoy those Christmas cookies, like have your birthday cake and really like appreciate it. And like, like food is meant to be enjoyed, especially in a social setting. And so um, I think just kind of relaxing on that mindset and, and just accepting like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to have cake today. Like that, that's been the biggest, because like you said, when I would feel guilty, then you just keep eating more because you're ruminating on it. Like, Oh, how could you do this? Like it's against your goals. You like, you told yourself you wouldn't do this today. And right. um, it just ruminate down and down and down and down. And then um, you wait, you try to, you know, diet starts tomorrow type of thing. Like, and then yeah. you, you know, are guiltily trying to reverse what you, the damage that you did the day before. Um, and that's just kind of how that cycle perpetuated for me. But, but 
stopping that guiltiness and stopping the rumination. We, and we talked about it. I've talked about rumination a million times. It's probably like, <laughs> should get it tattooed somewhere. <laughs> uh, but uh, that, that helped really um, change my entire mindset and then change your health. Because if, if you don't keep going down that path, you do binge less. And then you have more of like a stable calorie intake day to day. And um, you just end up over time. It takes time, but you just become hel- a healthier person. Mm-hmm. mentally and physically. So mm-hmm. that, that was my biggest uh, change, I guess, in the last couple of years. That's awesome. Um, okay. Just Rumination survivor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> I need near, near space. <laughs> I, I survived near... rumination and then the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It, it's established 20, 2020. <laughs> I don't want 2020 anywhere on my body. No, you do not want that on your body. That's Um, amazing. Have have you cut out entire food groups from your diet? No. Okay. Yeah. I would Uh, mentally. mentally, Yeah, there's some. I go back and forth. Like, I don't know. To to be honest, I kind of am at like a point where like (laughs) being in in this industry and, and talking to I don't want to say this industry, but like knowing like all the mental health, the wellness, all the stuff, like we're consumed by it on a daily basis. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for me, a lot of it, like I had this moment last week where I was like, am I trying to like fix myself too much? Like what's the end goal here? Like, why am I constantly always trying? Like, why isn't right now? Okay. Why isn't like, why isn't everything just okay? Why are we constantly striving to get better? And so I, that kind of carried over into my food of like, just tune it out. Like, listen, like when you're hungry, eat, when you're not, don't like, don't, don't. And that's kind of where I'm at with everything right now. I'm not trying to fix anything. I'm just trying to like get through the day in the best way. You know what I mean? And food really doesn't have that control over it anymore where maybe as before it was. So mm-hmm. if, does that make sense? Because that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes complete sense. Okay. Last I'm just one. trying to live. <laughs> <laughs> Send Callis some wild fork in the mail. Stat. <laughs> she needs some meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you see yourself sustaining this way of eating for the rest of your life? I mean, that really is truly the goal. And when I say that, that, um, when this conversation really helped kind of solidify that. I think that's where I kind of had that aha moment of, am I trying to do too much? Like, what is the end goal here? How do I want to feel about food? And at the end of the day, I don't want to feel anything about food. (laughs) I want it to just be a tool that helps me live. And and that's it. Yeah. And that you can enjoy in like social settings. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a totally. Like that's what Bridget said. It's supplemental. It's not like your primary. I don't want the emotional pull. I don't want it to dictate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think up too much space. Yeah. For the first time in like 16, 17 years, I I can say that like I can sustain this way of eating for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because before that's it was, huge. It, it is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And I don't take it for granted. Like I'm so appreciative of Nier's book and of people like Bridget. And I, I told her at the end, um, like just, I, I thanked her for what she's doing because as a, as a younger girl, like I, that her information could have changed my entire life. Could have I saved agree. me years of, of emotional pain and, and physical physical pain. I mean, like I was abusing my body for, for years 
And <laughs> so just the fact that I'm not on that Monday through Friday dieting and crazy on the weekends, like I didn't think I could ever be rid of that. And especially it wasn't as a even trainer, an option. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I wanted to hide it from people. I was ashamed of it. I was telling other people how to live healthy and I knew I wasn't. And yeah. I just didn't know how to stop it. And it was the rumination that that was the key for me. And, and she helps you find your why and your key and why you keep doing this and how to get yourself out of it and how to stop restricting and then how to eat intuitively without, and, and that, she said, that's the scary part is people who have eating disorders or body dysmorphia, there is this sense of control that is always top of mind. And so to scrap that and go to intuitive eating where you actually trust your body to decide what you want to eat that's terrifying. And she said there can be weight fluctuations, but it's that part is working on the mental side of like letting go. And then yeah. once you realize, Oh, okay. I haven't ballooned. Like I'm okay. And I'm not on my calorie counting app every day. And I've got all this space freed up. I can do this that I've wanted to be, you know, try, and I can start working on this that I've been putting off. Um, then you can get yourself to a, to a healthy state of mind and body, um, mm -hmm. And they have an entire process. They said it takes about four months, which I've struggled with this for 18 years. Yeah. So. What is four months What's in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. 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 And she said, you know, it's not a sexy sell. Like people want the diet version of like 30 days and you'll be fixed. But yeah, that's not real life. That's not sustainable. Um, just like dieting. So yeah. Uh, so I just love, I, I love her message. I think they help so many women and um, I'm just so thankful that she came and talked to us. It's an amazing episode. It's I an amazing episode. Enough. It mm -hmm. is, it is. And, and we get into so many more things than what we even just talked about because like she talks about the generational healing of the women doing the work now and for their children and, and their daughters. And I, and I see that and I feel yeah. it in my own life and it's just been freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was a great, great, great episode. I loved mm -hmm. her. Loved her. Love, love wellness lately. Their page, if you follow them here, like they post great stuff. It's not selly. They're like, like I said, they're not trying to sell you on anything. And then that's just kind of help. what I, they just want to help. And, and you can mm -hmm. tell, and I, I love people and organizations that are like that. I, I think and they've cool. both personally been through that struggle as well. So they don't right. just help. They can relate and understand. Yeah. And, and we talked to like a lot about like just diet culture in general and then like the wellness industry and how it is an industry built on a pro products to, said, you know, $70 billion dollars a year. And that's the wellness side billion. of it. Yeah. Right. That's, that's not, not even yeah. the beauty. That's not all the other mm -hmm. stuff that's like infiltrated through there. And like, when you think about that and, and you can kind of step outside of it, mm -hmm. it's just noise. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's yeah. not, it's not what, what makes you feel better. So. And it allows you to really see, you have like the, the perspective to see kind of the, the gimmickiness of it and totally. how they try to get you in the subtle messages that have seeped into our culture from the day we were born as, as women, you know, um, yeah. get your lashes longer, you know, put those extensions in, sweat, them off. <laughs> sweat your face off during engagement photos, break your back. <laughs> like works. I don't have time for it anymore. Yeah. Like I just don't like Y'all see, every time I lean forward when I'm not wearing a hat, y'all see my gray roots and, like, my lopsided <laughs> eye. Like, I've got some fucking shit going on in my life, right? I don't <laughs> care. This is who I am. I have work to do. Stop with the noise. I have work. <laughs> Leave my eyes alone. Leave me the fuck alone. I Actually, that's so funny because, uh, like, probably a month ago, 
you know how I do my little stupid drawings or whatever. They're not um, stupid. They're so cute. I love them. Maybe I'll po- I'm going to post the one today because it's specific to eyelashes. It's oh. literally, because it's the same thing. It's like, how long do they have to be? Like, I'm, I'm very concerned here. <laughs> what is the end goal and why do we need it? <laughs> they start waving goodbye. Yeah, like... If they're, if they're bigger than your face, like, we probably should, like, calm down a little bit. They are getting um, big. <laughs> it's, getting it's out of control. <laughs> so, okay, change, let's change pace for a second. Yeah, so, let's do it. What are you reading right now? Nothing. <laughs> oh, nice. Little breather? And I will little tell you why. Breather. That is exactly it. That is exactly it. We get bombarded with books, um, mm-hmm. you know, all the time, either for guests that want to come on the show, guests that are coming on the show, and then like our own personal, um, you know, things. So mm-hmm. I'm currently stepping, stepping back for the next like week or so. Um, I finished a great book that Who Not How really changed my life. Yeah. That was a really great one that, that I finished recently. Um, oh, what was the plant one? Mike, Michael Pollan. I finished mind, that mind one. Mind on Plants. Your mind yeah, on Mind on Plants. And um, I'm about to start the, the dopamine one with, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm messing it up. I got to start that one. And then I'm also uh, the next real big one that I've got to dive into and do some, some big homework. And that'll be here in a few weeks is um, the gift of dyslexia. So I'm going to yeah. continue on my journey of, of helping those people in myself yeah. and so learning. Why did so you like the, the who, not how? Like, what did you like it was just it? such I a game changer it. for me. I've always like, you know me well, you know that I take on everything and I try to do everything myself. And um, there was just many like moments in that book where I was just like raising my hand. I'm sitting here by myself. I'm like, that's me. That's me. You know, <laughs> and, but it. it was, it was just a different way of looking at it. And I listened to the audiobook with it. And after each chapter, um, there was like a podcast interview kind of oh, about nice. that based upon like the methods that they're speaking on. And I just really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it, both professionally and personally and kind of what's worth my time. Where should I do this? Where am I most needed? Where can I make the most impact? And so every, every time management priority. No, not really. It's about, it's about finding the people that can help you get to your goals and knowing that you can't do it alone. And that while you might be good at something, this might be that person's specialty. So having them come on board to help you will free up more time for you to be bigger picture right? and and to live your life. And it was just really, you know, I, I, am a strong proponent in that books find you when you need to need to hear them or or read them. And that was a big one for me. It was really, really impactful. I enjoyed it a ton. Well, I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of a few books right now. I'm, I'm doing that wedding etiquette book that Molly gave me. Um, it's yeah. been really helpful with the planning and honestly the budgeting too, because it tells you like this percentage of your budgets should be put towards. Oh, wow. Tax. Yeah. So that's helpful. I wish I had it earlier before I booked a bunch of vendors. So, so sorry, budget. <laughs> sorry, Clayton. <laughs> But uh, no, it's super, it's super helpful to have. It tells you even how to like address your invitations and how to like write it all out. So it, it is like a step-by-step guide on how to plan your wedding. It's been wonderful. But the other one, um, you've already read it, but I'm in the middle of it right now. That's Fed Up yes. um, by Katie Barbaro. And uh, we're going to have her on the podcast and I cannot wait. Like this book, it's hilarious. It's like a little She's so like funny. notebook all in her own handwriting with, words and pictures and metaphors and I love her metaphors the way that she she's genius even the title like she's in a jail of like show the fork show the fork that's my favorite yeah. part 
It's just flicking you <laughs> off. And I was like, I'm going to be friends with her. I love her a whole lot. She's yeah. a comedian. Like, she's very funny, but she's she's very open about, like, her addiction and, and the stuff. With, it's another kind of food episode and how it yeah. impacts us. Um, but it's also very spiritual. And I'm so pumped for for her to come and swing by and, and hang out with us for sure. And it's amazing too, cause she lets you see inside her brain, like what was happening when she w- had her eating disorder. And, and I, as someone else who struggled with that, like I felt yeah. like I was reading my own brain. Like I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Yes. Like I've had those thoughts over and over and over. Like I've been in this situation over and over and over. And so it like speaks to my soul. Like this book I am flying through. I've spent like two nights reading it. And yeah. Like, I read halfway. it in one swoop. It was one of those, <laughs> like I couldn't put it down. I, mm-hmm. I did. I, I loved it. It was, it was one of those two where I was like, this is a book that I would be happy to have like laying around for a kid to pick up. Yes. You know what I mean? Like totally. you talk about how Bridget would have really changed. Like if you would have had that type of information or person in your life pouring into you, like, I feel like that book would have really helped me as a kid too. just kind of understanding. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think it, the way that, that she illustrated it and, and wrote it out would speak to a kid even more like my, my child side of my mind. Oh, was I was like, like oh this God, is the kind of books I need to read. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like you said, she's a comedian. Like, so there, there's hilarious parts, but it's very real and very dark because you get in super, super honest, very honest. And, um, and it's, I, those are the types of books that get me excited to one day write my own, you know, yeah. like, I'm just like, damn, I, I love seeing people go out there and just pour their hearts on the page and, and you can really tell and, and yeah. it's going to have an impact because it already has. So yeah, totally. And so one neat. thing I want to say before we get yeah. off this is, um, I know you posted about that. Um, I, I forget what news station does it, but it's like a, an interview about like Britney Spears conservatorship. Yes. FX. It's on FX, FX right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know if you saw Netflix. It's, I Netflix haven't watched it yet. It's on so my good. It's so Brittany. Good. What are we going to do? Is Anthony still in here? We need to be the change for Brittany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's almost free. The court needs to figure out if they're it's wild, board. right? Like but she went through and how much control this conservatorship had on her life is like, so sad because it's been 13 years and it's just unbelievable. The, the documentary is called Brit Brittany versus Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Netflix. It's so like, it's just, it's heartbreaking for her. Like she's so powerful. Like she's got all the fame and all the money. She's so yet, sad. She's so sad. And they wouldn't even let her have a phone. Like it, it is just like, it's heartbreaking and, and it makes you angry for her. And um, I'm just excited that I think she's on like the tail end of this. I think it will get better and that she can really like start her life. But it just goes to show you like a lot of people chase the fame and chase the money, but like that doesn't necessarily mean like she just wanted time with her kids. She just yeah. wanted to take breaks and see her kids. And like that was being threatened if she didn't go on tour. And it was just like, like yeah. horrific stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's just good to see like justice come her way, you know? Yeah. I need some justice in my own life. Freak <laughs> No, not for me. I just feed I just want people to just do the freaking right thing. Okay. I'm so sick of all the sinister bullshit in the world. I'm so sick of it. And I, I, will, know. I know we have to go and I'm just going to get all fired up <laughs> and start picketing in my yard where no one's even here. <laughs> That's how angry I am. Just people be nice to people and do the right mm-hmm. fucking thing, please. Thank you. 
<laughs> well, okay, before we go, um, do you want to tell people about the comeback, comeback stories? Yeah, sure, why not? Um, so we have a really cool guest. We've talked about him before. We've posted stories about it. We're going to keep posting about it so that you guys know we want you involved. Nate Dukes wrote this incredible book, um, and you guys will learn more about that uh, in an upcoming episode. But we are wanting your comeback stories in the HTC community to come be a part of a future episode where we get to share these. If you don't want your name attached to it, but you feel called to share, can be anonymous. You can go to our website, htcpod.com slash comeback. Um, and, and if you go there, you can link to it in our bio too on Instagram. There's like a little spot that says comeback story with a boomerang. Um, if, if you want to click on there, it'll give all the information. Uh, but please just share your stories with us. It doesn't matter if it's a big life-changing thing, if it was a small step. Like, we just want to hear about it because we know that people are out there doing the work, and we want to celebrate those wins with you. So um, please do that. You can yep. be a part of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's everything today. That was we fun. <laughs> I'm going to go eat Agreed. something guilt-free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we invite you to come be a part of the HDC community. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching at Have the Combo. For information on all of our shows, guests, and more, visit htcpod.com. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Talk soon. <laughs>